Hey everybody, John Millen here with Benefit Hackers. Hey, today I want to talk about accident insurance and specifically why accident insurance should be, in most cases, 24-7 coverage, meaning on and off the job coverage. Now this is an accident plan which pays a lump sum benefits indemnity on a schedule. Usually there's 40 or 50 different line items. And then upon claim submission and approval, then the employee gets submits a, a check or submits a claim. And then they get a, um, a schedule of benefits money paid direct cash money paid directly to them. So this came up today on a, on a client we're working with. And the question was, why do we need on and off the job accident insurance is a voluntary benefit for a white collar company. Basically, people were working in an office environment in cubicles, so it's not not a very dangerous situation uh, most of the time, I think, right? So why do you need that? So it's this is a common thing I get asked a lot. And so I'm gonna take you through a couple points that I conveyed today. And again, I'm not saying this is every single time it always has to be 24-7 and not just off the job only. But I want to make a point why I think it's a mistake to limit the coverage to off the job only based on the it's covered by workers' compensation statement. So, uh, so, so bear with me as I, as I go through a couple things about why I think that is a big mistake. Okay, number one. Just because an accident happens at work, in quotes, right, does not mean it's covered by workers' comp. It does not mean it's going to be an approved, allowable claim from the workers' comp insurance company. Did you catch that? Just because an accident happens at work does not mean it's going to be approved. It has to be approved by the insurance company. The workers' comp, whoever they use for workers' comp, whoever the company uses... They've got to go, yes, this is a valid claim that is paid. So many people think because it happens at work, it's going to be paid. Insurance companies are not in business just to send money. All right. This is a really important point. And I actually have a family member that is um, a workers compensation attorney. And he gets clients, right? He goes after companies to try to get workers' comp claims paid. So I have some pretty good background in talking to him about this. I'm not an attorney, and I know this isn't an absolute statement, but just because it happens at work does not mean it's a workers' comp approved claim, period. You've gotta remember that. Because I keep hearing this statement of, why do we need it, workers' comp? Why do we need it, workers' comp? That's why. Like, that's the main reason. That's number one reason. Do you want to risk having coverage in that case where it's not approved? And here's a couple scenarios. So my cousin, and I'm giving this a little bit third party, right? What he, what my, my cousin-in-law, I should say, he explained what happens. And I know I may t- be taking this a little bit, this may be a little bit off based on my recollection, but it's pretty close. And I think it demonstrates the point. Now, every state is different. All right, so this is in Virginia. Um, So I'm just making that caveat that he was saying that he gave an example. If someone is walking down the steps at the office and there is the step is has a banana peel on it and they step on it and they fall 
that probably will not be covered. That's not a workers' comp claim. Now, it, are there, are there uh, exceptions to this? Yes. But he made a point like, oh, it happened at work. It's covered. It may not be covered. He made a point like if, if you have to do certain things, uh, part of your job is, is re- repetitive in nature. And he used the term 20-minute window. If you're doing something for more than 20 minutes, repetitive, and you get injured, it might not be covered. If you go to lunch and you leave the building and you're on work time, maybe it's a lunch function, and you get into a car accident, that may not be covered, right? You're, at, well, you're leaving the building going to lunch. So the point is, just because an, an accident happens at work does not mean it's covered. Now, do you want to risk the coverage for that potential? I don't think you should. I mean, your medical insurance doesn't say we cover you except for work because if you get injured on, on the job, then workers' comp pays the medical bills. Did you ever think about that? Like why if medical insurance pays 24-7 now or gives you coverage 24-7, why, should a sup- why wouldn't a supplemental plan also pay and help with those expenses? Okay, so that's the first point. The second point is, what if you have family coverage, you have a spouse and children, and they have a job, and they get injured on the job? What if that company they work for just blatantly doesn't have workers' comp? Like, what if it's a small company, and they're like, I'm not paying for I'm not doing it. You know, they just blatantly go against it. What are you going to do? If there's nothing there to pay you, you're not going to get paid. So, spouse and children. If, you, if the employee at the company has a part-time job, that's not covered. What if that company, what if they're doing ice cream or, or do, a side job or mowing lawns or doing something and they get injured while performing a second part-time job, that's not covered. That's, that's an on-the-job injury. All right, that's, so that's another big thing. Another one is accident insurance indemnity pay, plans pay medical and non-medical expenses. They're not just designed to pay medical expenses. And what do I mean by that? It means if you break your ankle, you're going to have medical expenses, but you're also going to have weeks of rehab and weeks of mileage and weeks of lost work time. And maybe a spouse cuts back and maybe children, maybe you need a babysitter for your kids. And maybe you need to, 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 uh, to bring in outside food instead of cooking at home, maybe you're bringing in outside food from Outback every night, right? These are all non-medical expenses that go up. And I can tell you when people have broken legs or ankles, it, it can really affect the family for months, three or four months, five months, six months sometimes. So there's lots of non-medical expenses. Yes, so let's assume you get injured on the job and let's assume it's a valid claim and they pay for the medical expenses what about all the non-medical stuff? You're coming out of your own pocket for that stuff, okay? So that's another big reason. And I could probably could go on and on about different scenarios. But when you look at the rate, you know, some carriers, it's only like 20% more. It's not that much more expensive to have coverage at a place where you spend the majority of your time. Other than sleeping... What are you doing? You're working 50, 40, 50, 60 hours a week, right? You spend most of your time 
at work most of the time for most people. And so why would you not want to have this coverage for an extra 20% more? So let's say the accident plan is 15 bucks a month. You're going to spend 18 bucks to have 24-7 coverage. So it's not even a major cost contributor. Yes, you're going to pay a little more, but why would you risk it? It's that small of an incremental cost to have that coverage. So I hope this helps. If you want any clarification uh, on this, please reach out to us at BenefitHackers.com or HackMyBenefits.com. And the last point I'll say is this. Accident insurance is the best, one of the best value insurance plans you can buy. For $15 or $20 a month for an employee, that plan potentially could pay out thousands of dollars. Like a broken ankle, I have experience with family members that have had this happen. It's four, five, six thousand dollars paid out. So a tremendous leverage of insurance when you when you use it. And so we're not talking about huge money for the insurance plan. It's not like it's a long-term care plan, right? It's an accident plan. It's 15 bucks, 16 bucks. Okay, so you're gonna pay a few dollars more a month for 24 seven for all the reasons I, know, I just lit. And so if you really wanna save two or three bucks, then you probably should just do off the job and hope something doesn't come up. But I will tell you this, anyone that has ever filed an accident claim and gotten paid has realized in that moment, it is the best decision they ever made. And one of the worst decisions that people make is when they buy the wrong coverage because they look at the lowest cost or price and they get burned later because what happens is they forget or no one tells them like if I were moving jobs and I wasn't in insurance, I would be used to 24 seven accident coverage. And then all of a sudden I show up and sometimes it's not clear whether it's on or off the job. You have to really dig. I'm like, dude, you make that really clear. Like, is this 24 seven or is it off the job only? It's buried sometimes in the fine print. You don't want to be surprised when you have a claim for your teenage daughter that gets injured at an ice cream stand as a summer job and realize, sorry, that's an on-the-job injury for your daughter, no coverage for the burns or the dislocation or the cuts or whatever is happening, you don't want to be burned later. And you realized it's an extra two bucks a month you could have had. So I hope this is helpful. Check us out at hackmybenefits.com, benefithackers.com, and we will talk soon. Thanks for listening.